0: Welcome to Strange Bedfellows Podcast, where no question is too dark, no topic too taboo. Join us to explore sexuality, self help, and politics with our expert guests and friends. We believe that sexual rights are human rights and that we can all create a brighter world through education and conversation. I am a parent. I am a certified holistic sex educator. I am a longtime sex worker and adult industry entertainer. My name is Elle Stanger, and I'm a host of Strange Bedfellows podcast.
1: My name's John. You might know me as the audio engineer and editor of last season's podcast. I'm now returning as a co-host for season two. I'm a 22-year-old gay man and activist will share my perspective in the coming season. Join us while we explore and uncover the things that make us squirm, make us shiver, make us tingle in delight. Because sex and politics can make for some very strange bedfellows.
0: Welcome back to Strange Bedfellows Podcast, your self help and sex and politics podcast. My name is Elle Stanger. I'm a certified holistic sex educator and most of the time stripper. And you can find me on stripperwriter.com. Hi, John. Hey, how's it going? Hey, where can we find you? Uh, Metric.cafe, Instagram. And a
1: little bit of your sex history. You did a little bit of camming. Yeah, so I've done camming. Uh, I did uh, dabbling in full service uh, and then some like massage stuff, which went a little bit over again into full service. Um, (laughs) And I'm like
0: fuck the statute of limitations (laughs) (laughs) no one's coming for you it's okay they don't know what state it happened in either so today our guest today is we're gonna call you phoenix the baby stripper
2: hell yeah i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) phoenix
0: how old are you and what are your pronouns
2: i am 23 i'll be 24 in august and i go by female cool so
0: you've been working as a pole dancing stripper in mm-hmm. Portland for almost two years. Um, I want to state before anybody gets really upset and calls the cops. The term baby stripper um, <laughs> is an adult. What we have in front of us is a swaddled
1: uh, yes. toddler. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> With surprising
0: agility. like. <laughs>
2: Watch out. <laughs>
0: you guys are silly. <laughs> The term baby stripper is stripper (laughs) jargon that usually refers to a worker who hasn't yet become recognized as a long-term or veteran dancer. So comparatively, when you and I work together, there's a decade of age between us and about eight-ish years of experience. So... I would be the veteran, you're the baby stripper. Mm-hmm. So this is gonna be
2: fun. We yes, this is tons of fun.
0: I know, I can't, it's too bad our previous co-host, Jen, is no longer on the show. Because and I was she,
2: really looking forward to meeting her. I know,
0: she had been dancing for 20 something years. Yeah. You guys would have had yeah. a whole generational.
2: Like, I, was, I was really excited to hear some of the stuff that she had to say for oh, sure.
0: Good. So we're here to get a different perspective from you from Phoenix mm-hmm. um, and to talk about how stripping has impacted your personal life and then your professional outlook. So you are a tattoo enthusiast and rescue dog enthusiast and just dog enthusiast.
2: Yes, I love dogs. Your Lux dog was so chill. I he know. didn't even
0: bark. There was he not one bark. bark. He, he, didn't just, even he bark. just
2: was wagging his little tail. He was all about it. Yeah.
0: So you can be found on Instagram at Mother Lucifer. Mm-hmm. And in case you get deleted, because that happens to strippers all the time. I'm
2: actually shadow banned at the moment. So. Okay, <laughs> there
0: you go. You can go to Phoenix, PDX underscore is your backup Mm. okay cool so all the fun questions just pretend it's a lap dance and i'm paying you You got it (laughs) no wait don't you won't (laughs) you won't like me as much so (laughs) so how did you start doing this so why and how did you begin stripping
2: okay so um my best friend actually started dancing and i had kind of a negative look on the whole idea of being a dancer and being in a strip club and I really wanted to support her. And so I went and watched her dance. And I had never seen anybody pole dance before. So to see her in her zone, listening to her own music and feeling the emotions, I I was in shock to see what she could do. And that got me thinking. And so I tried out different clubs. I would go in and watch people dance. And I actually saw Oksana Romanov dance at Acropolis. And I was like, oh my God, she's incredible. <laughs> I was like, I, I want to be able to, pole dance even half as good as that woman Mm -hmm. and uh started in september was she um, in the club last night uh, last night yeah she brought a little puppy in oh my god oh so my Phoenix god. and I work together Ugh. we
0: currently we do a shift um, together called Tiny Tuesday at a club in Portland called Lucky Devil Lounge
1: I love Tiny Tuesdays it's yeah. so much they had, like, fun yeah. the best food too
0: so
2: it's mini corn dogs yes it's, it's short oh you
0: got those last night oh, I too did. I, I get a whole
2: bowl
1: full the mini uh, tacos
0: yeah yeah I didn't steal any last night usually I'll be like to. can I okay thank you yes so <laughs> unlimited corn dogs for L. thank you so this will be a fun Episode because we work together. Yes. Um, But there's just lots of questions that people are just in general always dying to have. Of course. Of course. um, If there's any kind of like archetypes in the industry, like you are still one because you still have like the pep and energy that yeah, like it's i still don't there.
2: it's still there
0: yeah you can I hear the jaded about in about my voice
2: yeah i make a joke about it all the time how i've only been in it two years so i'm not jaded quite yet exactly
0: <laughs> yeah it's been almost two years and i remember when i was a baby stripper i heard the term baby stripper and i already thought i knew so much oh
2: yeah i was offended by it the whole <sighs> yes, first year so was I. the whole first Give year me a high five oh yes <laughs> uh-huh but now I'm like, yes, I am a baby stripper. There's so much that I have to learn. And there's so many amazing people in the street like you, Ivy, the girls that I work with for Tiny Tuesday. I just have so much insight that I would have not gotten on my own if I stayed in other clubs.
0: Well, God bless the ones like you who will tolerate the customers that I won't. <laughs> oh, yeah, Honestly, because it keeps people coming back, you mm-hmm. know, like. I like watching you on stage because your stage sets are still diverse and you do different moves and you haven't become a robot like burnt into (laughs) monotony. Yeah, because I'm
2: still learning tricks. Does that
0: happen? That will happen, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. I I, even have stagnant times where I feel like um, my muscles don't work the same so I can only do so many tricks and I'm not learning, I'm not progressing. And so I feel like everything's repetitive and -hmm. it gets really, really, it gets frustrating and it gets boring.
1: Is that why you do like a lot of like flexibility workouts? Oh yeah, like, yoga. Yeah.
2: And... Well, I mean, not necessarily. Like, I I do most of my yoga and work at work. But since okay. I'm such a new dancer, I'm still dancing five days a week. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so it's still something that I'm doing so constantly. Sometimes doubles, ten hour doubles, which yeah. let's talk crazy. about that. Yeah. So
0: new dancers tend to get worked into the ground. Because oh my god. <laughs> that's another thing that is fucking real though. A lot of these club owners have dated enough dancers that they know that the 22 year olds just have more energy Mm -hmm. wait so just to be clear a 10 hour shift
2: yes 10 hours straight and that's so it's not like I'm on every couple like, of hours. When I did That's 10 hours 20 camming, minutes I felt like
1: I was dying. Like oh, actually God. having to move around, like yeah. standing, like I would be.
2: 20 in. minutes on, 20 minutes off for 10 hours. That's five hours Jesus on average fuck. of stage time in one night, which that means I'm pole dancing, entertaining somebody, giving my social energy to somebody mm-hmm. for five hours. Oh, even yeah. crawling around
0: on the ground and making it look cute, mm-hmm. is, it hurts. Well, yeah. In
2: <laughs> the 20 minutes that I'm off, it's either I'm selling lap dances or nobody wants dances, so I'm able to run upstairs and get a drink of water or spend some time alone. Or pee. Other, yeah, or pee. Sometimes but I'm But regardless,
1: like, it's still like considered work because I mean like yes. when I get like a break from work, my break is paid. That's yeah. because I work at a company. But like strippers, that work isn't necessarily paid but that's still part
0: of your work yeah. yes exactly Pee faster yeah. or you're not going to get that dance He's exactly gonna get it from someone else you
2: have no idea how many times i've lost dances to other dancers or because they had to leave because i've needed to do something for myself personally and i yeah. haven't had time and hours you know yeah. mm-hmm. some people don't realize how demanding this job really is mm-hmm. Yeah. so are there any other out sex workers in your family yeah my mom was a dancer for a few years yeah she was oh I would say about six or seven years most of high school um I found out in the wait when you were in high school yeah okay not when your mom was yes yes sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so I actually found out because my boyfriend at the time got in an exotic magazine and my mother was in it (laughs) oh my god really so for our
0: non-portland listeners so exotic is an industry magazine that features ads and writing like I wrote for it for five years but they, they're mostly ads that's where they make their money is from the clubs advertising so your mom was in an ad yeah,
2: yeah. so they must
0: have liked her she must have been doing pretty good uh, cool. she
2: she <laughs> was it, it's crazy because I actually work with a dancer at Acropolis now who was a baby stripper at the time when my mother was like the house oh mom my God. Of, that's yeah. so cool. she was like it was perfect because your mom never had to go on stage because she was always in VIP dances like oh, she had so many damn. regulars that she never had to really be on stage so i mean good for her um she seemed like she really loved it yeah Um, do you know why she stopped well um i don't think it was a positive thing for her life Mm. um i think the money was great um that the the drugs and the alcohol in the business not thinking that she was involved in many drugs but i know that the alcohol took a huge effect on her life mm-hmm. and um because it's just so d-
1: freely available in yeah. drugs, right especially when in like and what you guys aren't mentioning because it's so natural to you is that it's continuously offered to you oh
2: and, and what's super offensive is i would say probably eight out of ten guys automatically assume that i have it on me or know where somebody is that could sell it to them oh like yeah, drugs? Which, yeah any kind of drugs Oh, i gotta coke, ask for a class. Coke last night. all the time really They're automatically yeah. Wait, this assume. is a thing
1: that happens yeah. you just get asked oh for yeah, drugs? yeah.
2: Well, I mean, we're strippers, of course. But I yeah. mean, that's what they assume. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: He asked really nicely. He asked if I knew where he could acquire any party favors. <laughs> oh I'd be like,
1: party very city. very polite of you. It's <laughs> yeah. very polite of you. Party city. Whenever somebody,
2: I, I just got to the point where I make a joke out of it, so we don't have to go any further in it. I don't got to make them uncomfortable. But whenever they say Coke, I'm like, oh, well, I'm pretty sure we have RC on the tap gun, maybe some Pepsi. <laughs> and you have to ask the bartender. They know way more than I do. That's cute. And then they're like, oh, Okay, she obviously knows exactly what I'm talking about and she's trying to... Shut it swerve. down. Swerve, yeah. Good yeah. for you. Um, yeah.
1: But at least yeah. that probably lists it's like a positive response where they feel like...
2: Yeah. Oh, like
1: I'm not getting what I want, but at least I'm not getting caught or kicked not out sure for yeah, it. Well, yeah,
2: because I mean, attacking somebody for living the party life inside of a strip club would just be absolutely ridiculous. He's yeah. I mean, crossing boundaries, like if he kept pressing... Yeah. Or if he would have done something a little bit more aggressive, that would yeah. have been something completely different. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So... How, how, what was the introduction process briefly to uh, you telling your, your mom?
2: Telling my mom? Oh, oh yeah. um, I was actually really nervous because of the fact that my whole life she had told me, like, even though she was a part of it, like, don't ever get involved in this business. It's a terrible business, which, I mean, the club that she was in, I'm not going to name drop, mm-hmm. was a horrible club compared to where, where I've we been were. now. Yeah. And like the stories that I had heard, um, her getting fired for creating boundaries and having to rescue her from being too drunk on those nights and the way that the staff would treat her and the way that her coworkers would treat her, she got pushed downstairs, her money Ugh, stolen, her wow. clothes ripped up. Uh, she broke her ankle because she got pushed down the stairs oh there. My God. And so it was pretty crazy. Um, wow. But when I told her, I called her and I was like, I need to tell you something. And she knew, like she had this feeling. I don't know what it was, but she's like, are you dancing?
0: Mom I was like, feeling. I am.
2: Yeah, it was just like, it was instant. And um, she's like, well, I'm really disappointed. <gasps> And she was like, I'm not mad at you, but I just wish that you weren't involved in that industry. And she just didn't think it was going to be good for me. It It sounds like
1: she was drawing on a lot of her own experiences rather than the ones you're currently having. Exactly.
2: And it actually completely ruined our relationship. Wow. Because um, stripping has became the most positive thing in my life. That was my next
0: question. How has it improved your life? Oh, my
2: God. In so many ways. I had no security before this. I moved out at 17. Well, 16, bordering 17. Um, because my mom and I didn't have the same values or the same views. And so my life was just not going in the way that I wanted it. Yeah. So I broke, a- I broke away and I was moving from apartment to apartment, boyfriend to boyfriend, mm-hmm. Dangerous, you know. Yeah. And Fucking it was dangerous. just, it wasn't the life that I wanted. And so I started dancing within a few months. I had my own apartment. How old were you? Congratulations. Um, I was 22 when I started dancing. So, I mean, I've had my own apartment quite a few times, but it was usually with another guy or a friend. This was your own apartment. My very own. And at the same time, I got myself a brand new truck and I got a second dog. I actually got my dream dog, which was my wolf dog. (laughs) The first dog that I ever went out and actually purchased on my own. Mm. He's um, he's part wolf, German shepherd and Siberian husky. So it created a a complete security place for me where now I have my own townhome that's same truck and three dogs and <laughs> I have money put aside I'm able to travel and um, add more tattoos to myself and help my sisters mm-hmm. and like I'm buying my sister her very first car she's turning 15 That's she's amazing. getting her permit wow I'm turning wow. 16 now Jesus Christ so I'm gonna nice grab her, her her first Damn, car you
0: must make more than me because <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I mean I work, no, no, no. I work very hard Enjoy and I it. save a lot of Enjoy money it. and no, you I like do. to lavish my sisters with it so you
0: um, do work very hard there's there's definitely a part of me that takes pride in how you work because I see that. Yeah, no, that's going to make you go far.
2: Yeah, definitely. My determination is what's going to take me far and my love for it is what's going to take me far for sure.
0: Absolutely. So some of the challenges of the work before we take a break, um, Mm -hmm. can we talk about your physical disability challenges?
2: Yes. um, So I was born with something called tethered cord syndrome. It is a neurological disease that affects Um, obviously your tethered cord, it's your spinal cord and your tethered cord run parallel in your back. And your tethered cord, imagine it as being like a stretched out rubber band that's holding your spine from collapsing before you're able to crawl or have the correct kind of strength in your back. Mm -hmm. Um, Mine never detached, and it fused to my spinal cord. And when it fused to my spinal cord, it affected everything on my right side, my hearing, my sight, my bone development, my muscle development. And so I would say... My right side muscle-wise in my arm is probably 35% developed in comparison to my left, and I actually do not have a calf muscle in my right leg, so hardly any, any muscle there except for in my thighs. Um,
0: your shoes. Can yeah. Talk about your shoes.
2: <laughs> so that's the hardest part. Um, my foot on the left is a six and on the right is a three because having tethered cord syndrome gave me clubbed foot. So my foot was completely turned in. I walked on the top of it. So they had to cut it literally from toe all the way up to the ankle on both sides, break it in four places, um, stretch out the Achilles tendon and every other tendon in there to create Ugh. a good balance to be able to walk.
0: God damn! How old are you at the time of those surgeries?
2: Well, I was eight when they gave me the correct diagnosis. They gave me the cerebral palsy diagnosis for a long time and spina bifida, Mm. which obviously neither Mm -mm. were because I was really well with talking. And um, Mm. I was very smart and very wise (laughs) and they didn't understand why.
0: Yeah, it's not spina bifida. You're you're very functioning. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
2: And so um, I was eight when they gave me the actual diagnosis. They went in and severed the cord from the spinal cord in my back. And a year later, they went in and put a growth plate in my left knee. That way, everything would stop. That's why I'm a tiny. I would have been like 5'7 mm. mm. if I would have let my body completely grow. But my right side would not have grown. Wow. So the right side is actually five one and a half, And my left side is like almost perfectly 5'3. <sighs> <And laughs> You're so cute. Yeah. And <laughs> then um, they did the foot surgery at the same time as the knee surgery. And so... I was in a wheelchair for a while, a long while, and then crutches, and then a walker, and all that good stuff. God damn! until yeah. about what age? Um, I was walking more correctly in high school, but I still had a really, really bad limp and everybody noticed it. And um, I dropped out of high school early in my junior year and was hardly ever there even before that, <laughs> so. Um, and you're a dancer now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I would say probably a year before dancing is when I felt like I could finally start embracing myself athletically.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. Oh, that's so good. That's awesome. I get a lot of questions from people who are like, I think I'm too big or I'm not sure that my body is whatever. And it's like you'd be amazed at how many different oh, God, kinds of people yeah. are dancers or sex industry. Professionals. Well, and
2: I hear that all the time from people. Cause I teach class sometimes in the privacy of my home because some people can't like me having a disability. I started on tricks that some people can't even do until a year in. Cause mm-hmm. I only have one side of my body. I only have so many options that I can do. And so I teach a personalized class and a lot of people are like, I don't think I can be a dancer. Yeah, And I was like, what do you mean? You just have to want it. You have to you have to love it enough to put yourself through the pain and the torture of <laughs> popping your ribs out and hurting your shoulders and the bruises. Ouch. And I'm sure Elle, oh, you know mm-hmm. exactly what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't do that many pole tricks anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean like I, I don't know how long I'm going to be able to do this. Yeah. My body is it's only going to last me f- for so long. Yeah. So.
0: Well, it'll last you a lot longer if you kind of like ease down off of things that's for sure yeah I
2: guess and no I mean I have osteopenia in my right um ankle my knee and my wrist so um I don't know how long that's going to last. I'm oh, going to start breaking bones just oh, from goodness. twisting my ankle too much oh, or grabbing the pole the wrong way. and
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Slow down. Yeah, yeah. Dance like how I do now.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: You'll be uh, fine. It'll give definitely. you longevity. Definitely. Yeah, you'll be good. With an attitude like that, you'll be great. Yes. Yeah. So let's take a break.
1: Attention service and sex industry workers. Seeking Space Yoga is dedicated to providing a holistic option for after your weekend shift at 3 a.m. on Saturdays and 4 a.m. on Sundays. These special Sin-Yin classes are meant to help you wind down and improve overall health. Need a little motivation? Your first Sin-Yin class is free, and they offer 15% on all memberships and packages for those in the industry. Visit SeekingSpaceYoga.com or download the Seeking Space Yoga app for more information and to check out other industry-friendly class times.
0: Welcome back to your favorite self-help and sex and politics podcast. Um, we were talking more stripper shit with Phoenix. Finally. Hell yeah! Yeah, find her on Instagram at mother lucifer or at phoenix PDX underscore. Um. So, oh my God, I get this question all the time. Let's do some listener questions.
2: I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs>
0: Can you give me any tips on how to begin stripping? I have a curiosity and I'm not getting any younger. Any help is appreciated.
1: So uh, John's advice is just go into the middle of the street and take off all your clothes. That is 100%
2: my advice too. (laughs) There you go. No, I actually, I get that question all the time, especially with my following. I have a larger following and so I have girls asking me all the time, how do I start and I wish I could tell you. Everybody's journey is so different. I cannot tell you how to start your journey. You'll know. Like, when I walked into a crop, I knew that's where I wanted to be. Hmm. And I started at to get some kind of of an idea of what to do and then went over to Acrop literally two months into dancing. Mm. And ever since then I knew I wanted to be a part of Tiny Tuesday because I had known who Elle was oh, even before. I swear, before I was a dancer. It's a
0: small city. Um
2: well and you just you helped me a lot with the whole thing with my mom saying it was such a negative thing and you saying it wasn't. I was able to see both sides of mm-hmm. the spectrum and really have a good idea. Yeah. Um so I knew I wanted to try Lucky Devil Tiny Tuesday at one point. I didn't think I would ever get picked <laughs> mm-hmm. to be completely honest i was like there's no way they will ever choose me especially because i don't i haven't even danced there um okay. but i ended up just putting in the correct amount of effort and i think i just did the right things to put myself in the right place at the right time yeah booking
0: can be tough that's a thing for our yeah. listeners around the country like a lot of clubs are, are big and they'll have up to 40 or got a hundred girls um but our our club is really small yes. and the most you have on a shift is six. Yes, and, it's and like A-Crop, a crop the night. most
2: you have is eight, so it's right. very similar. And so, how long
0: but, is the shift for those who don't know? Eh, six hours. Six hours, six yeah, hours yeah. Five so. to yeah. six hours depending. Yeah. I would say in the clubs around town between like five and eight because some of them run weird long shifts mm-hmm. well those are
2: the more of the hustle clubs the ones where you're not on stage as much i feel right. like they can do longer um
0: right you're yeah. yeah you can like be in vip for an hour or whatever. exactly right. yeah you in, can make in, more in money theory around. yeah <laughs> yeah um i really like that uh honesty mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> i'm that, not like... getting any younger <laughs> that's yeah. the thing though because if i mean you might as well try is what i tell people well
2: yeah, can, yeah and you if don't you, have
1: to start out with stripping you can start out with like canning. well i then...
2: started out as a bikini barista actually way before i even oh, started dancing like okay. way before i was about 19 it was before i moved to georgia and i was a bikini barista for a while and it really helped me get more comfortable in underwear yeah of course um that was a huge thing with my disability looking in the mirror all i saw was the difference in size
0: oh yeah which I, I never even noticed until you pointed it out with your shoes and well the now I I have
2: more muscle though like True. I would love to show you some pictures of what I looked like before I was a dancer I mean like um, I was a model for a while so of course I know my angles so there's right. you can't tell in all photos but there's some photos nope. for sure where you can definitely tell the difference and and you can even see in my face I think you had a, even mentioned it, n- not in a mean way of course but me. yeah um, where like two different like ev- most people have one side of their face that's mm. smaller than the other and I pointed it out and um, like one eye is so yeah, small yeah and I agreed with you I said yeah. Oh, I can see it now yeah, that you, you pointed it. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, the same for myself. Well, most Well, of I are mean, pretty, most people. Right. But, but yours is more
0: pointed once yeah. you told me yeah. where to look. Mm-hmm. So, right. Um, All right. I feel like we kind of addressed that question. Mm -hmm. Um, Look around, like research the clubs in your area. Yelp, if anyone uses it, can be a pain in the ass and there's things wrong with Yelp. But it can also kind of give you an idea of what kind of feedback you might see. Well, I've also
2: noticed um, a lot of girls go into clubs themselves on nights and talk to the dancers that are on the shifts, which I mean, I'm sure if you went into a club that you are thinking about by a lap dance from one of the dancers and ask them their opinion on the club, that's also another way to really find out where you could fit in. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: that takes effort and time from mm-hmm. people and a lot of people don't do that which that's a great screening process yes. i don't want you there that's anyway. what i would do <laughs> <Yeah. I'm, laughs> that's what i would do definitely i have given dances to to women who are like i want to work here and yes. i want to see how you dance so i can learn from you and i'm like damn that's really calculated you shouldn't have shared that with me i will keep a mental note in case you get hired you're my new competition bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's how I think at this point yeah. that's but, amazing. but I appreciate you know the yeah. fact that they're like I want to learn but at least they're being yeah. like
1: also honest about it which is kind of cool mm-hmm. you don't suddenly have like I a, guess... a stripper pop up in the club and you're like oh I was giving you lap dances three nights ago <laughs> this is strange I guess, I, I guess that
2: doesn't really bother me um, yeah, you're since not, I'm well, such a new dancer yeah, I think that's something see. I'm like hey let me open the door for you it's a brand new world so <laughs> you know I was
1: like I'm jaded I know things <laughs>
2: like, you, know, you, you know I'll, I'll get there yeah, eventually I'll be right there with you. L. It's okay. Think um, of mimosas.
0: Well, and you know what? That's this is so great because baby strippers are often seen as a threat to older veteran dancers mm-hmm. because you know after ten or fifteen years, as uh, I believe Lola Davina called it, after you hit your stride, you usually don't get scheduled anymore because you're replaced with younger, less familiar to the clientele, and typically more energetic workers. That just happens. So anytime someone new comes in, it. so let's let's look at, okay, in a small club, you mm-hmm. and me, say yes. we're both blonde, which a lot of times we are. Yes. We're heavily tattooed. We're petite.
2: We have very similar we're clientele. We're very
0: similar clientele, except mm-hmm. that I have big boobs. And, and I have tiny little boobies. And you are flatter chested mm-hmm. and you're younger and I'm older. Mm-hmm. So there's a differentiation, but... If you have two of the same girl, the owner's going to stop booking one of them. Exactly. So that's why it's nice for people to look different from each other mm-hmm. and have their own like audiences. Yeah. Do you guys also, like, dance to, like, different types of music? Totally. Well, I
2: was just about to say we even have very different dancing. Um, I mean, like, her and I have very similar music tastes, I feel like. I think my music's probably a lot harder than hers. Yours is
0: more new metal. Um, I yes. do more grunge.
2: Yeah, but and, your music like, is stuff hip-hop. that I like to listen to yeah. at home, Ooh, for sure, which yeah. I really enjoy. Like, her music comes on, and I'm still jamming. But um, I have a very wide music taste, but I have a very... Strict music taste when it comes to dancing, mm-hmm. um, but I, that's
0: good because those customers yeah, go to you exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm
2: I'm more of a Pantera. Um, Metallica. Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. is where
1: like when when I know like Ella's coming on is when like a Chet Faker song will. Sing yeah, by, like, yeah, <laughs> right.
0: And it's good to have that mix up. That's what I
2: started with. Actually, Gold was one of my favorite songs to dance to when I first started yeah. dancing, and oh, I went through yeah. even like a Christina Aguilera phase and all nice. that crazy stuff. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I know it's insane. Like you couldn't even picture that with me. That's but bad. um, I really found myself with Deftones. I think Deftones mm-hmm. is That's 100% my favorite band to dance to. I like and that. So so that really set the tone for what I wanted to convey on stage as a, as a performer.
0: Nice. So I would say your tones. I am old black keys. Last night I yes. heard customers say, is that Chulahoma? Yes. <laughs> so if I'm anybody really knows into it. music, that's us. Mm-hmm. Um, have you experienced any hazing or like indoctrination moments oh, with God. other strippers?
2: Yeah. And like, I don't think it's always even something that they mean to do. Like, I don't think it's 100% like oh, let's make her feel alienated. But especially when you're a new girl in a small club where people have been there for a long time, mm-hmm. it takes a while for them to think of you as part of the crew or part of the family, yeah. which that that can get hard and yeah. it can get... Um, very isolating and very lonely but i got really lucky at lucky devil because l and i was nice to you right yeah l i know right (laughs) she's like no l you were and it makes me so mad i've (laughs) I've stood up for you on many occasions i know What says i mean i don't i think it's it's, we're both virgos and we're both very like brutally honest and like very there you go i don't know how to say it without sounding like crazy but yeah um aggressive aggressive assertive assertive Assertive. see like i was looking for the right word
1: assertive you'd get Mm -hmm. called angry yeah Yeah. exactly
2: we'd get called angry or crazy is what we'd get called Mm -hmm. well thanks for sticking up for me i like you too so people were nice to you there people were nice i knew nikki already um from sinferno i worked with dante sinferno Mm -hmm. at uh Nikki Um, Diesel is one of the best pole
0: dancers in this city. Yes. Nikki Diesel is
2: absolutely incredible. Smoked
1: a lot of blunts with her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I
2: smoke a lot of blunts with her. Yeah, you do. Regular. (laughs) Lots of dabs. Lots of dabs. Yeah, yeah, you do. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah, it happens. It can be kind of indirect hazing too. We're like, something that's common it's not even hazing but like every single person's talking really loudly about something to each yes. other except ignoring you yes and that it's happens like, a lot obvious well do and it's not get, like
2: st- they mean to do that it's just like you're not necessarily part of the mm-hmm. yeah. like they, they don't expect you to know what they're talking about necessarily but they're not yeah. gonna explain it to you you're yeah but they're, of they're of not the gonna take the
0: time quite yet mm-hmm. like, yeah yeah
1: do you ever get like regurgitated like um like idioms like of the industry where they're like oh well this is what to watch out for and like you feel like there's some yeah. validity in it but like yeah. sometimes it's a little like you can tell they've said it before like a speech that's kind of yeah kinda given. that
2: happens a lot actually and it's not that i don't like i i take advice when it feels genuine when it's something i haven't heard before you know like for yeah. the most part i feel like i'm somebody who really understands the industry already so like when somebody comes at me and is like this is what you need to watch out for i'm like uh Here's the next good question.
0: I keep hearing that people, quote, "get addicted to the money." Mm-hmm. and that makes it really hard for them to quit or turn down dangerous work. Do you think there is such a thing as, quote, "grinding too hard in your hustle? Um, so that's two questions. Yeah. So let's I talk would about
1: Alexander. capitalism: Everyone is grinding too hard for their hustle."
2: <laughs> that's 100 <100% laughs> percent true.
0: So <laughs> let's talk about get addicted to the money, though. Um, yes. That's saying that money can't buy happiness. But, like, let me tell you Please. how stressed out I am when there's no food in the fridge. Oh, No yeah. gas in the car. Yep. You know?
2: And when I can't go and buy my favorite snack food at the grocery store, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not getting addicted to
0: the money. It's just... Be-
2: it's addicted to security. It's- addicted to being able to take care of yourself in it's- the right ways.
0: Yeah, it's being able to enjoy not being anxious about your existence.
2: Yeah, I mean this is the this is the life that we of humanity have built. We're built off money, we're built off of this rat race and people like us have decided to go an alternative route. Yeah. And we've found a route that we can make more than the average human yeah. and we can be happier than the average human and we can create our own our own schedule there's just some things that we need to be comfortable with that the average human cannot be yeah, yeah.
1: and it, when people say like addictive in terms of money i always find it so funny because i'm like well like a starbucks barista would also be addicted to their job if they were getting paid
0: like <sighs> upwards of 100k a year yeah to do it like oh my god i don't make upwards of 100k if they like there's a fantasy, but yeah, yeah. pretend that strippers... Let's is, assume like, most Indian strippers Indian. in Portland make the assume median we're all income. we millionaires. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We'll say the median income in Portland as of a couple of years ago was like $40,000. So mm-hmm. if yeah. anybody can make that, that's cool. God, now in the Bay Area, the poverty level is 110 a year. And I'm like, mm-hmm.
1: Jesus fuck. <laughs>
2: Even last night, Ellen and I had an encounter um, when I was leaving my stage. I was picking up all of my money and I had quite a bit of money on a stage set and this man goes, wow, look at how rich she is.
0: Oh fuck that guy.
2: I know and Elle instantly goes you should not say that about <laughs> women. You don't know how much money we have to pay to work here and and that's the <laughs> truth and like there are some days like yesterday was a very successful day I think for all of us. I, I didn't know like you heard
0: me say that. But... I
2: did I did and I, and I very much appreciated it. <laughs> he did not um, buy a dance from me but he got one from you. Did, uh, no I did not. He
0: got one uh, from Ivy. Possibly. Okay, good yeah. he got a dance from someone. Anyway. Oh, well, good for him good. for
2: contributing yes. but I feel like we all did a really good job last night so um I mean, there are nights like that, but there are nights that I go home negative $40. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, think about it. Let's say that you make just enough to pay your stage fee and to pay your your tab, right? You still have to tip out the people that work there. Just because you had a bad day doesn't mean they jo- did their job any yeah, less. Yeah, the DJ, there's they the did bouncer, their job the same exact there's the
1: bartender, way. there's all the people who the customers themselves don't tip. Yeah, exactly. So, the cook if then, you got food.
2: Exactly. And it, and it averages food. itself out. It really does. There's yeah. some days that you go home with very minimal money
0: yeah. and some
2: people are like wow you must be just rolling in the dough and that's super offensive to me because yeah this job it does have fast money but it's not easy money mm. by any means it's also
1: like it's sporadic right yeah like there are days sporadic. where you might come home with nothing and there are days where you might come home with like more than you made in a well, week
2: it was crazy because there was a four thousand dollar difference in my march in my april month wow four thousand dollars could you imagine just four thousand dollars taking off your paycheck can i ask which
0: one was better
2: um april or march was best march was actually probably the best month i've had in my whole stripper career really yeah that is interesting yeah i had a really weird um influx (laughs) that is all right yeah good times take it
0: that's awesome that's maybe you're like catching your stride
2: I think I I think I am I actually just made a joke about that that about six months ago probably around the time that I started tiny Tuesday was when I finally found like myself in dancing like the moves that I actually like doing not just mm-hmm. the ones that I learned and yeah. the music that I actually like doing and the tricks I actually like doing and
0: the responses you yeah. can and my
2: boundaries mm-hmm. and my boundaries and the way that I'm going to react to certain things such as getting recorded or somebody's phone being out or somebody yeah. touching you inappropriately have you, have you
1: ever done what I like to call an L where you Stop. Uh, run off the stage towards a customer with their phone pointed at the oh my god <laughs> oh.
2: there's there's so many things that I have done <laughs> like like, oh my god if I could <laughs> the most recent thing actually was at Club Inferno. I'm walking down from the catwalks and I was go going up there and this woman had her phone out directly in front of me just recording the entire audience I snatched that thing out of her hand and walked her to security and I was like she's your problem now <laughs> like you that. take care of this because yeah, I- you have to be very careful I mean like People do things to disrespect your boundaries so many times, but if you act a certain way, that can end your your work. Yeah, yeah.
0: if you work in a club where the bouncers don't give a shit, yeah, you get in trouble for that. Well,
2: you know. I mean, not even just that, but like if you take man- matters into your own hands yeah. and handle it, you can get fired. Like mm-hmm. for example, I've had somebody assault me by putting a dollar bill in my ass, <laughs> which mm-hmm. was the most uncomfortable moment of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had people grab me inappropriately. Just a couple weeks ago I had somebody bite me on the leg. I've had someone kiss me on the mouth. Yeah, left a giant bruise on my leg. I smacked that motherfucker. Was that on stage or in the dance room? Yes, it was on stage, on third stage at Acrop. I have my legs on the side of this guy's face and he just leans over and bites me. (sighs) And I smacked him and I go, What gives you the right to feel so entitled to my body that you will lay your mouth on me. Good for you. He's like, you're a stripper. And that right there is the stigma behind dancing As I am a normal fucking human being and yeah. I'm giving you an inch and you take a mile. Like you should respect the work that we yeah. do for you and the fact that we're able to do this and to dis- disrespect me like that and across my boundaries makes you a whole different kind of negative Oof. human. Yeah. So
0: let's, before we... um You know what? Let's take a break and we're gonna talk about some safety measures we'd like to see. Sure. Are you looking to advertise your product or service to a growing worldwide audience? strangebedfellowspdx.com wants to hear from you. Contact us, strangebedfellowspdx at gmail.com to learn about affordable website and social media advertising. Whether your business is big, small, or weird, we offer sliding scale and affordable advertising. Email strangebedfellowspdx at gmail.com to partner with us today. Hey, friends, are you sick of razor burn? Have your nethers cleaned up by the pros at Netherland's Wax in Vancouver, Washington, where experienced owner aestheticians have performed literally thousands of Brazilian waxes. Netherland's Wax is gender-neutral, sex-positive, trans and queer-welcoming, kink-positive, and body-positive. We are just over the 205 Bridge in Vancouver, Washington. Worth the drive. Find us on Facebook, Yelp, or netherlandswax.com
1: welcome back to strange bedfellows you can find us on patreon.com strange bedfellows if you want to help us support our equipment and the future of the
0: podcast Mm -hmm. thanks for rating or reviewing or recommending us on any platform or social media app because FOSTA and to make advertising really fucking hard. Um, so, <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Ain't that the truth. God. So we were just talking about cell phones and biting and <laughs> all kinds of nasty stuff. tigers and
2: bears. And so what are some safety measures you would like to see in clubs? Well, I uh, feel like an actual mandatory wanding of all clubs would be. Really great because if you think about it, coming in with knives, guns, how easy it would be to just hurt somebody in a back room, especially. Clubs like Acrop and Lucky Devil, we're lucky because we're not alone with anybody. But I know there are clubs out there that have doors yeah. that you can shut. Oh, I've you know? in some. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. no cameras in a lot of those. What if a guy stabs you and walks out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you there was know? a. Really what scary.
0: was it? I saw that was circulating Instagram. It was like dancer found dead in Miami VIP room. Yeah, that's so so scary. Just like even with outdoors mm-hmm. like you still can feel unsafe because
1: it's a dark environment so oh you totally can, you never know if someone is reaching into their pocket to pull out like a pen or a knife or their phone or their wallet and or in a gun. this industry
2: like, you meet some weird people too some people and I'm sure Ella's felt this where you just <laughs> in your gut are like is this man gonna shoot me is this <laughs> oh, man gonna like terrifying. walk out to his car grab a gun and come back in and shoot us have, like, you ever- that-
0: <laughs> have you ever been on stage and looked out at either your rack or the room and been like wow i think every single person in here is a serial killer
2: no seriously like, <laughs> that's the, terrifying I, what the fuck <laughs> I, no it's so true it's so true especially because uh, like the really ripe age of 21 years old i was robbed at gunpoint at 11 oh, o'clock in the Jesus morning Christ. in a bar in estacada i know it's insane oh, my God. So, so like sorry. now i know that like sometimes like shit can just pop off oh, like, my, <laughs> like especially in a club like i was at Kit Kat. there's a few fights that breakout in mm-hmm. Kit Kat sometimes being downtown in mm-hmm. Anki All- Alley yeah. mm-hmm. You know, it gets really crazy down there. It's a hot and spot for
0: crime. Yes, yeah. It is.
2: And so when a when a fight breaks out, I'm always like, dude, should I like go find somewhere to hide? Is this about to be a shootout? Like Oh, I have uh, thought about
0: my exit plan yeah. in any club I work because think about the prevalence of public
2: shootings. You should always have an exit yeah. plan. This is America. Mm-hmm. I mean, public yeah. shootings are a thing.
0: I actually
1: have my the next time that I go to work, I have to do a training for active shooter manual. Wow, which is what they call it. Like there, are, and that's like tomorrow, ASM. right? Yeah. Wow. So wow. that'll be interesting. But I don't even work at a club. I just work at a regular like retail. Well, retail anywhere store. though, like but a retail like a club store is, probably is just even scary at a like higher risk for like an individual coming yeah. in and doing something because of like I don't know an experience they had or even just being um, completely off the rails. But yeah, no, that's. Well, that's the scariest scary, especially thing? like if you feel like there's an entire group of them out there just yes. Like watching. Yes. Ah, well, gives and me, when like, I the, told you
2: guys about the assault, that was a, like a whole group movie. of men. That was really? a whole group of men that were together. Wow. And so when it happened, like. I had one bouncer on duty and the way that he had to handle the situation was not the way that it should have been because of the fact that there was like 10 guys and one bouncer. There's really not much you can do. We can call the police, but before the police get there, who knows what these guys are going to do. So we had to deescalate the situation as best as possible and remove them from the situation. I did get a good kick into the guy. What? I I kicked him right in the face. He right in the gun. face. He had a gun. Well, no, I don't know if he had a gun, but oh. he put his finger in my asshole and I kicked oh, him in the face. Yes. Oh, so <laughs> this is a this Okay, sorry. Yeah, I thought we were still talking about the gun. Oh, yeah. and no, no, I was like, talking about, shit, damn. <laughs> I was talking about the time that I was assaulted. Gotcha. Oh. Yes. Okay, okay. So when he put his his finger in my butt and I kicked him in the face, yeah. there, there was only so much that could be done after that because he was so pissed that that was the first moment in my dancer career that I was like, oh my God, he's going to come back and shoot me in the fucking head. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was so scary. It was so scary and my bouncer had to de-escalate the situation
1: do you feel like there should be more bouncers at clubs or better trained bouncers um
2: i think armed bouncers would Oof. be the best but then again mean that's armed? also well tasers, tasers. anything okay, i mean not guns not guns okay. because i know there's that huge yeah
0: the huge thing don't with know gun
2: rights guns. and and yeah. they would have to be trained completely differently yeah. which means that a lot and of our bouncers yeah. yes yeah, yeah. it's not always the best option to yeah. just pull out a gun. Not you know? in a, clo-
0: a small environment yeah. where there's a lot of maybe bodies. Maybe stun guns and Stun tasers. guns,
2: tasers, mace, anything that can neutralize a situation. But then again, when there's a huge group like that, maybe some kind of panic button could be great. That way yeah. we don't have to make a huge deal yeah. about calling the police. We press a button, all of a sudden the police are there.
1: Situation yeah. de-escalated Same way you would for like a fire department alarm.
2: or a bank when it's getting robbed. Yeah. You
0: know? Washington State just passed a bill uh where they are mandated to install panic buttons yes. in all of the strip club dance oh, that's rooms. That's really oh, fair. Cool. Yeah. Well, that would be in well, lot... the dance rooms and are is even that, better. Does that call
1: the manager or does that call the cops?
0: I don't know. um
2: Probably bouncer station, and then bouncers probably yeah. go from there. Okay. Yeah. Because
1: I'd, per- I'd want to know the details of that. Well, for because sure. a panic
2: button in the room, like you would want it for like any kind of situation. Yeah. Like let's say like. Like she just wants him removed or let's yeah. say the something dangerous yeah, yeah. I've worked
0: it, in, like, a, in a club that or had or a, a panic button and it was not a silent button it was like a loud alarm oh yeah. so it was I bet like that
1: scares the shit out of whoever you're
0: like sure does oh yeah you know what else sucks is when someone leans on it accidentally oh, oh god
1: no like no, no. Like everybody everyone's just having pants. a good time and then yeah. it's like, yeah. like oh.
0: That's the problem with the ones that would <laughs> call the cops, is because those false alarms. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and then eventually they
1: might not show up anymore. Exactly, which is the just like of house it. alarms yeah. or business. Yeah, so or it, else. it would be smarter, I guess, to yeah have it call the bouncer or all the bouncers at once. Yeah. Or, or I even mean, flash some sort of like you know like buses or like even airplanes have like those like emergency exit like lights just something like low-key that would turn on that only the people who were like working there knew something was wrong
0: and then a trap door appears and you push the customer yes. into it yes and it <laughs> fall into the jaws of death where oh, they're God. eaten by alligators right. which shit out money yeah.
2: well i mean like <laughs> in a kit kat we are right next to the shanghai tunnels totally so. oh
0: who who yeah knows? this right? could be a real thing you guys <laughs> <laughs> this could be real portland uh, uh, do you know about the shanghai tunnels John? i do yeah, yeah. Yes. so um, selling selling mostly i Think men into slavery around this turn of the sailors, century. sailors, sailors. Yeah. sailors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, drunken sailors. Getting uh, them drunk, get them
2: mm-hmm.
1: drunk. Sign a contract, and then off you go to the drop them
2: right through the trapdoor under yep. their bar stool and send them off.
0: Oh God. <laughs> 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 uh, so. Yeah definitely i would like to see just um no fucking cell phones allowed in clubs
1: oh my god yeah for the love of christ how am i gonna shazam all your songs Uh, just you know what you (laughs) ask the dancer (laughs) or the
2: (laughs) dj you know the apple watches those are great for Shazam. yeah that's true because they don't have any camera
1: and then yeah like put tape or maybe
2: tape over i mean but then again you can always remove the tape and record but you have no idea how many times i've had to stop somebody from recording me or put their phones away at the rack it's just i feel like that should be common sense i once had an like,
1: idea for like a special type of cell phone case that you would just fit over any sort of cell phone that just blocks the camera and the microphone oh, and i just would like cool. that way people can use their phones in clubs but I'm like no one would fucking adhere to that shit it and would they'd find It would be
0: difficult to tell when it's on though because yeah. from yeah. far away someone holding something up. Yeah can't tell I mean they would it.
1: only be like allowed into the club if they put like their phone in the in the thing like so at, at a lot of like uh, com- comedy shows now like because they don't want people taking pictures during especially if it's for specials they'll like put, make everyone put it in a bag and then they carry it with them and you're not allowed in without an electronic device mm. but then people could always carry two or three so like yeah, yeah. Then, you, a, yeah a ban of cell phones would probably be like the best way to go I
0: I mean, ban just, a
2: ban of cell phones would be a good way to go just really hard yeah. to just, just, here,
0: like here's a hallway you can use your phone in yeah. this hallway Yeah. even like go monetize
1: in this... it have a selfie section it's like you want a selfie with a stripper that'll be $25 well, and that's something like... they actually <laughs> just started
2: doing at Dante's and I think that would really? help a lot yeah they just started putting up something for Sinferno where you can take a picture with your favorite performer over in a certain spot, which I think is a great way to do that. But then again, that only solves... 50 percent of the problem because the other 50 percent of the problem are people that want to record for fun like I had these two boys um a couple weeks ago both like freshly 21 they're like we want to lap dance but he's the only one that wants to dance I just want to watch I'm like okay this is weird unless you guys are a couple this is definitely weird and they're like oh no (laughs) we're both straight and I'm like okay well why would you just want to watch like are you gonna pay are you gonna pay the full 30 dollars to watch and he's like yes I'm like all right. So they paid $60 and within five seconds, the guy behind me whips out his phone and tries to start recording wow. instantly. my Did you think you think he your money though, see? right? Yes. He, no, I took the money right away. You always take the money first. Yeah. You never know what they're going to try to do in there. You never know if they're going to cross your boundaries. The second they cross your boundaries, take that money and walk out. We'll get yeah. the money first. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying is get that money and walk out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my Damn security no. guard was right on it. He's he came and yeah. removed the guy before I even knew what was going on. I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. yeah Remember Elle when
1: fish. I when I bought a double lap dance?
2: Yeah, who was that for? That what was uh,
1: we have to cut his name out, but it was
0: Oh, because you had a crush on a guy. I had a crush so on a straight guy who had a crush on, on her. Yeah, which was S- fucked. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, Sure And
1: was like, Wanna hang out so that I, he could hang out with El but it, it was yeah. fine, it was whatever. Yeah. Um but basically Sat on my lap, and then you you gave him
0: a lap dance while well, you were underneath. Just while I was of underneath, like, kind of just like touching his and shoulders like, and smiling. Yeah, ah, yeah. That's so and, but cute. he was happy. Like he was in he the was moment, pretty it. happy. And like I think I, I think remember you two you- were the happiest. And I was like, it's money, <laughs> money, yay. <laughs> well, I mean, it's
1: work for you. So yeah. yeah, no, it's happy. It makes well, me look and, busy,
2: and and especially when we know that somebody is enjoying it on that level, like we're able yeah. to give somebody. Something that they can't get anywhere else is also yeah. really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knowing somebody's really happy. I've run
1: into a lot of straight guys to your club and
0: gay guys.
1: You have. Just guys in general. You really have. Bye yeah. guys.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's talk about this thing in the news. Uh, this happened actually back in December of 2018, but I hadn't heard that Louisiana had a, uh, they're pushing for a 21 years old mandate for female strippers. Mm. Interesting. So, and yeah, I heard Stormy. Yeah. Stormy Daniels protested it. Yes. Uh, why do they always give her birth name when they mention her? Because they're disrespectful assholes.
2: because they don't look at her like it's an actual job. They look at her like yeah, they a don't. Pers- it's a persona to them. They don't look at it as an actual name.
0: Oh my God. They don't, you don't do this with any other celebrity mm-hmm. you dicks. So at least three dozen or so sex workers protesting the law in bot rouge was stormy daniels the stripper and adult actress who's allegedly had an affair with president donald trump oh so God, they this, would have that i know allegedly, so this is from
1: yeah dollars dollars
0: allegedly so this, <laughs> this article was written by someone who probably has no like good frame of reference for adult industry shit mm-hmm. but the title is what is louisiana's baby stripper law
2: oh my goodness um God. the argument
0: uh it first passed in 2016 as a bid to tackle human trafficking of course that's that's how they always cover it they said while no data exists on the number of female strippers in the state who are below the age of 21 it is thought that the law could potentially affect hundreds of women not only is it unconstitutional it's fucking sexist says daniels she's a botan rouge native interesting okay it specifically targets female dancers not male entertainers oh not so of wait course so not. this it's isn't like female. a broad
1: spectrum it's just for females i guess so wow. it's well, always that's, just females. that's because um women don't know how to control themselves and shouldn't be allowed to do anything mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so that was the christian right in me speaking <laughs> <laughs>
0: one of the young sex workers protesting outside the capitol building who had recently turned 21 said she had worked as a stripper since the age of 18 and that the job had provided her with a lifeline after living with her abusive mother Mm. so yeah that's real um this comes up a lot pushing the age to 21 this started to come up in Oregon. i wrote a letter to some lady and she didn't even respond And I looked, and she's affiliated with some Christian organizations. I'm like, this is why. It's always abolition. Oh, and then uh, on parents.com, want to avoid giving your baby a stripper name? There's an app for that.
2: Oh, my goodness. So I was looking for what? What?
1: Wait, there's an actual? Is this real
2: life?
0: Name tricks, an app developed by a new dad during his paternity leave.
2: Oh, my God. It's supposed
0: to be something where you Who hurt
2: this man? (laughs) Right? Who hurt this man? (laughs) I want to know.
0: It says... Maybe you won't want to pick Mason for a baby boy after all, when you discover that men with that name are most often found working as X-rated performers fucking stupid. Wait, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know how he figured this out. How much porn did this guy look at to figure this out? <laughs>
2: oh my god.
0: He's
1: just like, I'm going to go on Pornhub and spend the next 10 years of my life collecting all their cover <laughs> names and they're probably not even their real names. So what I'm really just doing is like absolutely fucking nothing. Oh <laughs> like as if and that's the, I love that they're operating under the assumption that the people who are either stripping or performing sex work um or doing sex work are like using their real names Mm -hmm. i'm like do you really think that like everyone out there is named like candy or like i don't know whatever like the person or phoenix actually i
2: have met one person in the time well two people technically in the time that i've been a dancer first one's actual name is phoenix on his id it was pretty great other person's (laughs) middle name was phoenix on their id well
1: i hope they look old enough because i feel like some bouncers would look at that and be like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) is this fake i am confused
2: (laughs) yes
0: oh man okay so this was a lovely time yeah this was awesome thank you guys so much for having me it was such a pleasure thank you you can be found on instagram at mother lucifer or phoenix pdx underscore and you can also come to portland lucky devil lounge on a tuesday night and hopefully we still both work there yes (laughs) well i
2: see no reason why you'd be leaving me i'm gonna
0: lubricate my joints and i have another five years okay cool (laughs) Mm -hmm. cool until next time
2: bye guys until next time
0: thank you for listening to strange bedfellows podcast to find behind the scenes photos bonus clips and journals from your guests and hosts Type www.patreon that's p a t r e o n. dot com forward slash strange bedfellows and join for only one dollar find us online at strangebedfellowspdx.com and instagram at strangebedfellowspdx. pdx you can find me l stanger on stripperwriter.com and instagram as l stanger
1: Write your hate mail or sex and relationship questions to Pillow talk at strangebedfellowspdx.com and find me, John, on Instagram at metric.cafe. Please rate and review our show on your favorite listening app. Thanks for supporting sex education and freedom of expression.